You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Sitting Ringside. This is episode number 202. What's cracking, fellas? Not much, man. We are back where we need to be. Same time, <laughs> same place. Well, maybe a minute late. Oh, but that, uh, <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, we got a packed show tonight, fellas. But before we get started, I am Robert Villa, and with me, as always, my homies, Dave Rodriguez, Mark Ambute Miller, and of course, Rudy Lara. Let's get started real quick with a shout out to HKAUSA. Go to HKAUSA.com. They support a lot of fighters, they support us, we support them. Go and support. Can't stress that enough every single Thursday night. Go to HKUSA. We are good people. Also, shout out to our streaming partners, Trailer TV, Com- Flow Combat, ESPN Plus, The Zone, and MMA TV. And quick shout out to foxhoundfuel.com. Go get some foxhoundfuel.com. Uh, products I take them, I like it. If you want to do a starter pack, click the QR code, you'll get a sample pack. And you know what? If you want to get it even cheaper, use our discount code, you will get 20% off using our code FBMMA and hydration, hydration, hydration. Yeah, extremely important, folks. Get it, get it. Also, for the fellas, if you want to get some comfortable underwear. Go to my buddy, John Tyler. Use our discount code for another 20% off. Use our code is FIGHTBOOK in all caps. I'm telling you guys, this guy is changing the game and how underwear feels. 
It is very comfortable. So go get it. And if you want to get some merch, scan our QR code as well. It'll take you to our merch store. Get a nice hat, nice shirt, hoodie. If it's not there, let me know. Lord, let any of us know. Make condoms. Hey, it's coming. It is coming. Get it? It's or, coming. It's coming. <laughs> or a full-on fight. Stop here, folks. <laughs> or a full-on fight book MMA three-piece suit. Of course, I don't got my suit on tonight. But no. Yeah, if you want okay, a suit, get up, Rob. Shoot, shoot, Rob a yeah. message. Jump in his DMs. If you want a fight book MMA suit, you can make it happen around these days. You know. Oh. Hell yeah! Hell. To the year. All right, guys. That's all our shout outs uh, for tonight. Let's do a quick rundown. Quick, because it's there's not a lot of events happening this weekend. On the uh, yeah. in the MMA kickboxing grappling Muay Thai category. Tomorrow, February the 16th, Octagon 55. That's happening tomorrow. Also live at Fight Book MMA One Friday Fights Fifty Two. Rudy, me and you watch Friday, uh, One Friday Fights religiously every Friday morning. Um, it, it's what a, what a good way to start the weekend, right? Yeah, it is, man. It's a great way to start your day to wake up and you know get your workout going, get ready for work. I'm actually off tomorrow, so I can enjoy the entire Yes. Year. Hell yeah. So go check it out. Um, I will be doing the live results as well at the website, at Fightbook MMA, with the live stream. So go and check it out. Also streaming live on Fightbook MMA, we have Alpha Fight Streets, Australia versus the world. <laughs> the world's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> And then we have uh, a grapple tournament, uh, Grapple in the Temple 5 for the love of grappling. That's what it's uh, titled. So it's for the cool. love and of course, of grappling. Got to get that grappling main. <laughs> <laughs> we need to redo that song, bro. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> also, of course, we have USC 298, Volkanovsky versus Tapuria. We will be giving our predictions and grading the fight poster later tonight. So check it out. Also, uh, this one is, uh, I, I've watched the last uh, event, and it was pretty fucking cool. I know, Rudy, you watched it. Um, this Sunday, we have the International Sumo League World Championship Sumo. That's also going to be streaming live at Fightbook MMA. And you know who always does the uh, like live stream commentary? Michael Bisping. Michael Bisping. He's yep. a huge fan he of that is. shit. He is. Funny. He's a real fight fan, and he's a real, yeah, he's a real fight fan. fan, bro. He's a real fight fan. <laughs> In the boxing bare knuckle slap fighting category, we have live on the zone, Commerce, California, Joseph Diaz Jr. versus Jesus Perez. This is a ten rounder in the junior welterweights division. I wait. Um, also, live in New York on ESPN and ESPN. It's Plus, Saturday we night. A, we have a title fight. Oshaki Foster versus Abraham Nova. This is a 12-rounder for Foster's WBC junior lightweight title. It's for all the and, marbles. Yes. And to be announced, but it is going to be in Mexico, live on the zone, another title fight. 
Adrian Correll versus Sivanathi Natshinga. What? <laughs> I know, right? That's a 12 rounder for Correll's IBF Junior Flyweight title. And that's it for that. Like I said, it wasn't a lot of events happening this weekend, I guess, because we have the, you know, the big uh, pay-per-view for UFC. Um, but yeah, go check it out. Go to fightbookma.com. It's always streaming all these events there. So go. David, you know what to do, bro. Yes, indeed. You're not watching every single second, every round of every fight, every event that Rob just mentioned. And of course, go to fightbookma.com for all your results. Not a real fight fan. fan. You have to do the fucking Friday challenges, folks. Don't think that we forgot. Okay. Yeah. You got to do them. Every single one. You got to be a real. You got to be a real fight fan. And and on great weekends like this where there's not a lot of fight events, gives you a better opportunity to do as many fucking Friday challenges as you can. You can make up for some. So that's how you come back from being a, a once renowned fight fan to being a nobody you can make that up you know if you miss one you can always make it up okay always always and do not forget we do have a checklist unofficial official we'll be talking about it more on this show but we talked about it last week you got to listen to ariel's show every week fucking friday challenge check watch every event every fight drink some cases of bud light i don't know how many cases you need or you know that's also a big (laughs) Big one right there. You got to have the Bud Light. What else, Rudy? Fucking Friday challenge. Yeah. That's you got to, you, you got to, you got uh, to butt chug a Modelo. <laughs> yeah, because if, you if you did it with a Bud Light, then you'd probably be gay. So you don't want to yeah. do that. What the fuck? No. Or you just have to have like, just uh, if you're new to the show, if you're hearing us <laughs> talk about real fight fan, first of all, you got to have X. You gotta have an ex. Yes. You, and you gotta, gotta follow going every out. every single fighter that's in, listed in the UFC, even the Amis. You gotta, and even, even uh, Nina Drama. If you're not subscribed to Nina Drama, you're definitely not a fight fan. You're definitely uh, not a fight fan. But the Hawani show, uh, what else? There, there's plenty more. We'll add to there's, it every week, and we'll get a, a we'll get a full checklist. So you better check out <laughs> every box, or you're not a real fight fan. And if you want that checklist, you can either DM us and we will send it to you. <laughs> Bird up. <laughs> but speaking of uh, real fight fans, uh, if you didn't have ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> we messed up and uh, didn't mention ESPN Plus, of course. You know, you had to have ESPN Plus to watch uh, oh, yeah, you Jack to. Hermanson last week so man as far uh it was 14 fights i mean you better have watched them all otherwise you're not a real fight fan for sure but man uh starting from the top i mean i i picked i thought joe pfeiffer was gonna smash jack hermanson i underestimated him big time and this was for sure like a a parlay breaker for a lot of people joe pfeiffer lots of hype dana's homie um you know they, they pushed him right to a main event slot so Man, Jack Hermanson, uh, he's not the hype writer. Bro, I, I said it last week that, you know, there's a, a good chance that he gets derailed. Yeah, um, that fucking I mean, jab. Jack, Jack Hermanson is just, you know, he's a, a super skilled fighter, man, and I think they were just pushing Joe Piper out there. 
bit off a little too much, too much more than he could chew. You know, had he won that fight, he probably would have been pushed even higher to the top and probably stopped by somebody better. You know what I mean? So I don't, yeah. I don't, you know, not, not knocking his skill. He's, he's great, but he's got a lot of shit to work on, bro. This is a, yeah, I wouldn't see this as a loss. I would see it as a learning experience for him. But Jack Hermanson, bro, that dude is, he's a man on a mission again. I, I like the fire in his eyes, bro. Yeah, and he's fought everybody, you know what I mean? And uh, they were kept, they kept mentioning it. You know, Joe Pfeiffer's never seen a, what, a third round, fourth round. And we've definitely seen the lack of experience in those long fights. You know, he's never, I mean, Jack Hermanson, I mean, name somebody that he hasn't fought. That guy, I think maybe Chamayev or somebody. But like you said, Rudy, Pfeiffer, had he got out of there with the W, he would be seeing the Chamayevs, the Whitaker, or whoever it may be. And yeah, man, I, I wouldn't favor him in any of those matchups. But, man, Jack Hermanson, never picking against him again, right? Rob, Bro, yeah, maybe, I mean, I, maybe I mean, next that, time. That first, that first round, it was like everybody <laughs> was shitting bricks waiting for Pfeiffer to pull the trigger. And he was trying. And Jack Hermanson, you know, he escaped that shit. Um, and he just outboxed him, out hustled him the entire fight. Joe Pfeiffer just, he was fading, man. You know, he, he, he doesn't, I guess he's used to these one first round finishes and I don't know, man, it, it just was it was a bad look for him. In my opinion, it just, it just seemed like he didn't take this guy that serious, which is a huge yeah. fucking mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Hey man, hats off to the dude fighting, fighting a guy like Jack Hermanson. Um, the way he did, uh, yeah, I got nothing respect for the guy, but yeah, they definitely not his time right now. Mm-mm. I just and hope he doesn't go the way the go go the way of of all these other up and comers that are turning to like these Conor McGregor wannabes talking oh, shit and oh, being assholes. God, dude. Like you start liking them, and then they start opening their mouths, and it's like, ah, oh, bro, shut up already. Yeah, because even in the end, in a loss, like he somewhat was saying like or giving excuses, but. Very humble and a loss. I mean, he thought, you know, a guy that, I mean, I completely counted him out. I was saying, you know, it's possible that he could even be cut, Jack or Madsen, or go to PFL, maybe mm-hmm. contract issue. Maybe that was his last fight on his contract. But uh, they showcased Joe Pfeiffer. And uh, like you said, Rudy, it's it's a loss, but it's a loss against like a guy that's like in the junkyard dog at 185. So learning, but, I picking, learning experience. I was, I was, Yep, I was picking Joe Piper to win. I thought for sure he was going to win. And Everybody was. Dude. I was rooting. Yeah, man, I was rooting for him, and it just wasn't his night, man. Jack I, I had the dog. Had I number. had the dog on a on an alternate bet slip. I had Jack Hermanson on an alternate man, and I could have hit, but a couple people screwed that up for me. And one of them was probably the co-main event where Andre Feely had been looking good. I never pick Andre Feely. I pick against him every single time. But Dan Ige, man, that was, that's what Dan Ige does. They don't call him 50K Ige for no reason, you know. So pretty sure he got another 50K out of this one, right? Yeah, yeah. two minutes in, bro, bam. You just, it was it was ugly, bro. That was ugly. It looked like uh, it looked like that uh, that punch that Josh Emmett gave Bryce Mitchell, you know. Ooh. Oh yeah! Like yeah. you compare those two; those are like the most brutal knockouts in UFC this year. Yep, and yeah. and Danigia just uh, put the exclamation mark on him at the very end. He's like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> and just walked yeah, away. The follow up, or yeah, because yeah. we've seen that recently too, as far as like some brutal knockouts where mm-hmm. they've shown a little bit of mercy. But yeah, Danigia, man, 
he knew he kind of needed this win. And uh, Andre oh, yeah, Feely, like, sure. like as a co-main event, I don't know. This 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 card was basically like a filler card where there was fights that had been previously, uh, you know, taken off cards and they put them back here. And uh, maybe a lot of people are a lot of fighters. It, well, overall, what'd you give it, Mark? What'd you grade this card? About a seven. Mm. It's a bit high there, Mr. Mark mm-hmm. Ambu. <laughs> it is a bit high, man. It's a bit high but, like him. But, but one fighter that Robert, I'm giving Rob all the credit and blaming you, Robert Brizik. <laughs> why in the hell did I pick him? <laughs> Igor Porteria, he, he missed weight. So he came in there, guns blazing. Probably yes. I don't know if he wasn't he wasn't eligible for a, a bonus because of the weight miss. But nope. man, was that a huge fucking upset? You know what I yeah, mean? That, that was a huge upset, dude. Um, that's one of the guys who screwed up my parlays, Ihor Pateria. Yep. Um, I didn't give him a chance in hell, man, because in his last two outings he lost, and he just didn't look that good, bro. I mean, he he didn't even look that good in this this fight. It's just Berchik looked super bad. Yeah, and as far as the way it would set, it sit on the card, like I guess it was supposed to showcase Brizig, but Rob, <laughs> why, why? <laughs> <laughs> I had Poteria already chiseled in, and when we did the show last week, based on your analysis and your take, I changed my Yo, pick, man. So I know, me too. Man. <laughs> <laughs> but man, yeah, that definitely. I I had a feeling that was a parlay breaker for plenty out there, including our man oh. Rudy Lara here too. But yep. man, moving down the card, always interesting. I mean, probably one of the best fights of the night, right? Gregory Rodriguez, Brad Tavares, oh, Robocop, bro. And yeah, man, I think uh, I'm gonna. Well, we always say, you know, fighters they're gonna get cut or released or whatever. I'm being like Brad Tavares. That might be last time we see him fight in the UFC. Maybe he's it, PFL. You know, it could be, bro. It could be the pink slip, and we might see no, it uh, this this weekend or some Monday that uh, he's going to be cut. Yeah, 185. I mean, because Tavares has been around for quite some time and fought mm. a lot of legends. And previously, what well, he fought mm-hmm. Chris Weidman, and then he's up against RoboCop here. So I don't know, man. RoboCop. Who do they give him next? Like, what is the the middleweight rankings look like right now, you know what I mean? Because he's right there, you know. So oh, I mean, just throw him whoever, bro. Comes up, any yeah. Anthony Hernandez, Chal Bohalo. Comes up, Bohalo fight would be cool, or Chris Curtis. Ooh, I would like to see Chris Curtis, bro. Yeah, Bahalo's booked. I forget who he's fighting, so he's coming up and coming. Of course, we got Costa. And, uh, yeah, the Shemaya fight of it. No, I don't think Shemaya fight happened, but. We'll love to see it, you know what I mean? Because Rodriguez is kind Roman, of uh, Roman Delite. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that, those two styles would work uh, work out pretty. Probably have a nice. Or how about you know what? There. They just they fought on the same card, bro. Jack Hermanson. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I like that. I need mean, see that happening. That'll work. That would work. Yeah. That, makes, that makes sense, right? It does. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I think Jack sure. is number 10 now, so. Yeah. Yeah, because Rodriguez is right there. You know what I mean? Because, like, that fight, shit, it went, like, to the, what, third round? The fight was almost over, right? It was, like, a minute left in the fight. And Rodriguez, he even said it in the, his post-fight interview that, uh, you know, he's very well-rounded. Like, we talked about it last week that he's a guy that sometimes, or he had previous performances where 
he didn't go in there and just like, you know, take somebody down and smash them, which he's very capable of doing. He wants to stand and bang, but man, he's dangerous, man. Like again, any of the guys we just named, like, man, I, I, I tend to never pick against Robocop, but he's really on the cusp of fighting like just mm-hmm. top tier guys one after another from here on out. And mm-hmm. I see him probably getting booked back up for the uh, fight that's in, or not Abu Dhabi and uh, Saudi, Saudi Arabia, the card that uh, Chimaya wants to fight on. Mm-hmm. I know Chimaev said he's not well, fighting. Well, if Chimaev does fight on that card, then they'll probably throw in Robocop. Yeah, because that middleweight, yeah, there's, well, there's tons of fights for him, but the, the leads, it. Jack or Manson, I like it. That's the fight they need to make. The Manson yeah, and Robocop. I, I like that fight for That's sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But moving down on the card, uh, speaking of fighting forever in the UFC, uh, Michael Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness, man. Uh, I, I told y'all, like, I said uh, uh, Flowers, like, how many weight classes has he fought in now? Coming all the way yep. down to 155. Yeah. Michael Johnson just keeps winning and, like, what is he, 22 and 22 and 19. Yeah, it's like, Dude, oh, my God. That's his fucking record? Yes. yes. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think he might, in fact, have, uh, with that win on Saturday, he might have just, like, got, like, a Hall of Fame induction, right? Just for being <laughs> Michael Johnson. But you think he's going to get the Hall of Fame induction beating a guy like Darius Flowers? No, I'm joking, of course. No, I'm joking, of course, but it's like, fuck, the guy's like, he's going to fight forever. Like, even in a lot, like, how many fights did he lose in a row and he still was never cut? Like, he must have, like, he must have dirt on fucking Dana or, like, Lorenzo or somebody, kind of like Sam Alvey. We mentioned it to him. We're like, oh, man. How does somebody that loses five fights in a row not get cut? And Michael Johnson, Sam Alvey, they know something. They know something. They were about to cut him, um, and then they released. Remember, we were wondering a who filmed Dana White slapping his wife. (laughs) Mike, it was Michael Johnson that was filming it. And he has more videos. (laughs) And he said he was going to release, but he didn't do it because. You know, they extended his contract. Yeah, yeah like words, Vince man, mark my words, bro. If they fire him, they give him the pink slip anytime soon. It's over for Dana White. Yeah, yeah, he's turning over evidence, Vince McMahon style. You know, Vince oh. McMahon, bro. Oh, he's got dude. him on video pissing on 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 ring girls. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Allegedly, and, yeah, and Brock Lesnar's holding his penis. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's amazing. Yeah, it's a fuck. It's a ama- it really is like Michael Johnson's still active in the UFC and winning. Of course, he won. He beat Darius Flowers and man, Darius Flowers does he get cut? I don't think he's like. Oh yeah, I, he gets cut. He, yeah, he might <laughs> in fact know. be cut. Yeah, no, he. I'm just throwing it out that he might in fact that might be the last time we see him in the UFC octagon. But but um, moving down on the card, a guy who probably broke your picks too, Rudy. Or I don't know. You had Vera, right? Because I had Kylo Ren, and I did not see this coming. But I it is Rodolfo Vieira. Yeah, Vieira. We talked about it in most of his fights. Like he, he can get past the first round, and you know it goes to later rounds. Petrosian, I, I thought it'd favor him, but he got completely smashed and his arm taken off. Right. Well, Vieira did what he he should be doing in all his fights, which is use his strengths. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I hate it when guys don't do that. You know, they don't, you know, they, they drill shit all the time. And then they're like, ah, I'm going to prove to everybody that I got hands. It's like, don't do that shit, bro. Yeah. 
I mean, it's it's okay to test yourself, but once you realize that this guy is just he's gonna outbox you, I'll, he's just gonna beat your ass standing on the feet. You gotta give it up. And he was the kind of guy who was getting knocked out because he wouldn't, he didn't know when to give it up. And he would get yeah, that's out. well. The Brazilians shine pretty good. I mean, him and Robo, I believe him and Robocop are training partners, but uh, yeah, he's, he's moved to 10 and 2. So Rodolfo Vera is like a dark horse guy who's going to fight exciting fights and fights to his strengths. He's a tough bastard, tough guy to deal with, you know what I mean, based on his skills. And he could probably choke anybody out at yeah, 185, you know what I mean? So he came in there, looked great. Petrosian's not an easy guy to finish, and he kind of made it look very easy. So, um, well, you talked about fighters that may, in fact, get cut. I think Trevin Giles is on that docket, right, Rudy, after a loss uh, here to Carlos Prates? Oh, yeah, bro. He, he's done. I think he was uh, back-to-back losses. This will be his third in a row. He's pretty much good as gone. Yeah, because he did. I, I had. I thought it was a short notice fight, but yeah, no, that that was proper uh, camp or so. And he's, uh, he, on my my opinion, he's cut. And I think uh, Derek I think Devin Darius, Clark, Darius Flowers. I was just gonna say Devin Clark. Uh, he's got PFL stamped papers as we speak. Yeah. You know, and he's been around for a while, right? Devin Clark's been. Yeah, see since at least like 2016 or so. So he's had a pretty good run. Uh, yeah, but lately, yeah, th- this is a card where there's a lot of fighters probably on their last fight on the contract, mm. and therefore they will be released or so. We'll hear about that later next week. So, but, yeah, I uh, think, did you guys? Have, I think the way this uh, no. this event this event opened up just kind of ruined everything for me. Yeah. You know, a no contest between Daniel Marcos and Ori Koyleng. That was just a shitty start, and I was like, "Ah, oh, dude, oh, dude, is this the way this event's dude. gonna go?" I mean, I know when I saw that, bro, I was like, "Ah, oh, shitty start." Yeah, I was pissed. So, who'd you guys yeah. have winning the the scorecard with Max Griffin, Jeremiah Wells? I, I enjoyed the fight, but like, I don't know, like they they're saying it's like uh, Wells got robbed or so, but nah, he was I out wanted, there. I, I, it, you know what, man? I think it would have been if, if Jeremy Wells. Yeah, if Jeremy if Jeremy uh, won, then okay, it would have been by split decision. So it doesn't matter. Whoever, how, how can Bro, I say this? The the way it the could have been, a, it could have been a robbery. There's just no way no, they people are it was ruled it's a, a split it's decision, not. bro. It is. If it was right, if it was ru- ruled a, a unanimous decision, I could see your okay. argument. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But either way, whoever it, it doesn't matter. You know, if Max Griffin won or Jeremiah won, it's it's still a split decision. I mean, that's a it's a hard fought for both men. So it, it just it is what it is. Um, I I had it yeah, for both either guys, one. Yeah, because both guys were very well prepared. I mean, Jeremiah well. Yeah, they were. Like, I I thought it would be some takedowns, or he maybe had got Max Griffin down, but Max Griffin actually took him down. And mm-hmm. uh, in preparation for Wells, like outstanding uh, collegiate wrestler that he had, I forget his name, but Max Griffin has got like his game sewed up pretty well. And the guy's got a chin like a motherfucker mm-hmm. too, because like mm-hmm. in this fight he ate shots from Wells. Wells is winging big punches, and then he was reacting kind of weird too when he was getting hit. Wells and uh, Max Griffin definitely made the adjustments uh, second, third round, and man, it could have gone either way. Definitely not a robbery. I don't think the judges got it wrong. I picked Max Griffin, and man, that guy, I, I he's a he tough bastard, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Dude, um, my favorite... Guskov, dude. 
that, that's my favorite guy in the UFC now. That guy officially, like, he needs to fight <laughs> Anthony Smith ASAP. Did you see them taking photos together after his fight? Like, if that if that fight does not happen, then yeah, UFC got to get it right. They got to have those two <laughs> fights because Anthony Smith, Anthony Smith's looking for a fight, and he's a company guy. Like, whatever, they somehow got to get that booked up, and he didn't take any damage in the fight. He he zapped Zach Palga out, right, Rudy? And we've seen it kind of coming, right? You called it last week too. So yeah, yeah I, I yeah. thought. Yeah, I honestly thought Zach Palga was going to put on a better performance, and man, he shit the bed. Um, you know, the one one fighter I thought did was extremely impressive was uh, Marcin Pracnia, bro. Um, like everybody was saying, this guy was going to lose to Devin Clark. I thought that he was going to, I thought it was going to be a close fight. It could have gone either way, but man, Marcin, he put a fucking beating on him, bro. I thought it was a good fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a great style too. And Devin Clark had no answers for anything that he was doing. Kick Arsenal head. He's going high, low. The guy's got, he's a talented guy. And I underestimated him big time. I wasn't super confident in Devin Clark winning. I thought it'd be a grinder decision win or so, because that's kind of a Devin Clark type of win when he does win fights. But never known to be like a true finisher. But Rackneo, you're right, Rudy. That guy, I got that pick wrong, obviously. Fucked up my picks. But, yeah, that guy is exciting at 205 for sure. So, but overall, that- the card, I'm gonna, well, I'm going to give it a four. I don't know what you got give it, Rob. Like, it wasn't the best I'm, card. I'm, I'm giving it a five, um, it even a five. though there <laughs> – yeah, even though there were some, uh, you know, knockouts and re- really fast knockouts and submissions, but uh, you get knockout, overall, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. O- overall, man, I'm gonna give it a five. I was kind of bored, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, especially <laughs> getting into the main event to the main card. I was just like, oh my god, this thing needs to finish already. Fourteen fights will do that to you, but if you didn't watch every single dude. second of every round of every fight, you're not a real fight fan. So no. I watched every fight, yeah. every. I rewatched them, so I'm even more of a real fight fan. So, <laughs> no, it was a 4.1, 4.2. You guys know I'm pretty harsh on that, but yeah, it was a drag it out fucking 14 fight card, is what it was. So, dude, and most of the people that we did mention that will likely be cut, I think they all, in fact, will be. And Devin Clark, what did we say, Rudy? Devin Clark, Giles, Flowers, maybe even Brad Tavares. So, yeah. And Robert Brizick, never ever picking that guy ever again. I don't care who he's fighting, ever. You don't care about my take, right? <laughs> never picking that guy ever. I don't care who he's fighting. If it's a newcomer debut, I'm picking uh, the other guy. So I'm picking. So. And we have a guest host, Mr. Joey Jenrett. What's going on, brother? What up? What up? What that that car was happening. Up? That car was a four all day. Yeah, oh, there we go. Confirmation from Joey. There we go. Right, four point one. Yeah. Fucking snooze fest is what it was. Oh yeah, Dude. no, I mean it. Yeah, the main event though, humble pie, right, Joey? That was Dana's homie. Got yep. humbled. Yes, he did. Right. So. Go back to the drawing board, my boy. <laughs> Yeah, they'll give him uh they'll they'll throw him a bone his next fight. I have a feeling Pfeiffer. I don't think he'll get a big name, but he'll get somebody on the cusp of being, you know, whatever, last fight of their contract or something like that. They'll they'll do it. But Dana's homie. So Yeah. Yeah. UFC you UFC three hundred. Right. No. Yeah, oh, yeah. Rodriguez. 
Yeah, man, give him Gregory Rodriguez. Give him. I mean, those, those, we need those two, those two like to, to throw down, bro. They like to slug it out. Yeah, they do. Yep. That would they be a, kill an awesome off. fight, man. Trying to kill off Pfeiffer with Rodriguez. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> do it. I'm all for it. Baby. <laughs> but yeah, that about sums up that 14 fight car, Rob. Like you said, it was one of those drag it out mm. nights. But yeah, 14 fights is 14 fights. So. But yeah. um, hell, if the Super Bowl I guess was more than five hours long. They're going to try to make that fight card about a five hours long too. <laughs> oh well, we'll get to a great Super Bowl take. Uh, from a guy named Bryce Mitchell in Outside the Cage News. So I do want to transition to some Outside the Cage News, Rudy. It's about that time. Outside the Cage News. Mostly Outside the Cage News is like overruling what actually happens in the cage, right? There's just so much shit going on. Like, And we, we got to always mention, when it's Outside the Cage News, we always got to mention Connor. We got to mention Jake Paul. John Jones, John Jones, Dana White, Dana White. But we'll start with Sean Strickland, dude. And apparently, apparently, well, him and Jake Paul have been going back and forth. And uh, what did Sean Strickland? Well, he's been trying to like say, okay, I'll I'll fight him, I'll box him, whatever, you know, the Jake Paul effect. And uh, I think he came out and said that like whatever the U- UFC vetoed a fight with him and Jake Paul because Jake Paul has been trying to fight anybody and everybody and. And him and Sean, Sean Strickland had uh, their beef. And what do you say, Rudy? You meet him in the middle of the desert, right? It was like the final. Yeah, meet him in the <laughs> desert. No, no, no GoPro. No nothing. You know, he's he wants to take his life. And this all started off because uh, some influencer wanted to go and, and spar with Sean Strickland, which you know he's a he's a man. He's a grown fucking man. Um, he Dude, went in Sean there and Strickland had the craziest twenty four hours. Of anybody, yeah, yeah, but you know, he, he this guy named Sneeko went to go spar him, right? And uh, got worked. The, the, the first clip that came out was just the last thirty seconds of Sean teeing off on this guy, and everybody, eh, I don't know why this guy would do that, but they didn't. They cut out the rest. You know, it was like three minutes. He let him go. He let him go. Do whatever you want. And Sneeko was there punching him, punching him, and he, Sean was just talking shit to him, talking him down. And the last thirty seconds, he beat the shit out of him, bro, and. Everybody started complaining. And, you know, the only motherfucker that wasn't complaining was Sneeko. That dude took it like a man. He wasn't a little bitch about it and crying. So Jake Paul starts a white knight for him and saying, hey, that's not cool. You're a bully, blah, blah, blah. And Sean Strickland, man. you know, told him you're, you're a fucking bitch, which he is, bro. Like, Sneeko came up to him at shit. an event. Dude. He came up to him during an event and Jake called Paul him out. did the same thing to one of his sparring partners, bro. So he's got, he's got no room to, to talk shit. Like, fuck that guy. Yeah. If I was Sean Strickland, I'd done the same shit. Like, who the fuck are you and why are you in my face at this damn event? I'm trying to watch something. Right. And he's like, oh, what are you, an, an influencer? And he was like, uh. He's like, I don't like you. <laughs> oh, no, that, that yeah, wasn't Sneeko. That, that was some other that, weird dude. I, no, I that's a, Sneeko. No, he, uh, he approached uh, Machine Gun Kelly and just told him that he's a douchebag yeah, he and that, why is he dressed? He's like, why do you dress like a goth kid? And he went off on it. Like yeah, why I, do you look yeah. like a vampire? That's funny. <laughs> yeah, that was at the power slap event, is what it was. So yeah. but but man. No, but yeah, are, 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 are we got, gonna are we gonna see the remake of Bully Beatdown and Sean Sean Strickland is the you know what? Awesome. Please. the host? Please. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Well, he's got, like, <laughs> that's a great Yeah, you idea. could just have like a 
you can have a grocery line of just my phone out. I'm about to fucking... tweet Dana right now. You got, <laughs> you got a money maker, boy. Hey, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta say, you gotta quote me on that, bro. I'm the one that brought that I, shit I out. You. I got yeah. you. Yeah, just, just line them up, though. Line them up. Just have a grocery line of people from the Jake Pauls, the Sneeko, whoever it may be, and fucking Strickland fights them all. I'm, I'm for yeah. it. That's I'm, entertaining. I'm you, right this is this yeah, is the remake of Bully Beatdown. <laughs> yeah. At fight book MMA. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Imagine. no, Sean Strickland. Yeah. A reboot. Oh, who would you guys down. pick if it's a if Strickland fought Jake Paul boxing match? So who you guys got? At this point, you got to go with damn Jake Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jake I was just Paul gonna say I, I'd pick. Did yeah. you say Jake Paul and Sean Strickland? Yeah. Sean Strickland all day, bro. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? <laughs> Every time I pick a UFC fighter versus a boxer, I've lost. So yeah, but these are all these are all uh, these are all retired, washed up MMA fighters, bro, that have never boxed. And Sean Strickland, you know, I don't know if you know this, but motherfuckers who use that Philly shell, they know how to box. Mm-hmm. They now, sure do. That, that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But still, like it's like the whatever they, we talked about it on the show a few times, where like Dana White has made it clear that he's never going to allow any UFC fighter to go and cross over the way Connor did. Of course, that was a huge fucking payday. But we've heard Sean O'Malley talk shit to like several boxers. Like I think he was even talking shit to like Teofimo Lopez or something like that too. But uh, they, they wouldn't allow O'Malley to do it. They wouldn't allow Sean Strickland to do it. They wouldn't even allow fucking John Jones to do it. It was a one-off deal for Connor and. Connor's never fighting again, right? We need to stop talking about Connor, right, Joey, <laughs> on this show. <laughs> but yeah, yeah speaking of the funny. other, no, but the other. I am looking. I am looking star, forward to that movie, though. I am looking forward to that movie. Why? Mm. Why not? Dude, I saw that. Look around you. Bro. Do you see anything else worth <laughs> the shit in the movie theater? <laughs> oh, yeah. the Bob Marley movie. Oh I yeah, I want to watch that. I am want to see that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Scooter went and saw it on uh, yesterday. Well, Did you like it? Valentine's. He said, "Great movie, great movie." Oh, okay. I, I heard that that movie Madame Web sucks so hard, bro. Does it really? Do you even know what that is? Some people don't. Yeah, They're like what? What the fuck is that, dude? And get this, bro, Laura, they, Laura they, and I they wanted they asked, to go watch it this this weekend. Get this, bro. They they asked the uh, the the main actor questions about Spider Man, and she had no idea. Like. Bro, how what? are you, Madam Web, and you can't? How? Wow! Get this, dude. I, I saw I saw some clips wow. of like all the all the Marvel writers, and they were asking them shit like, "Hey, do, are you a big comic book fan?" Like, no, I don't even look at comics. Like, what are the comic writers then? Yeah, how are you? How are you one even hired to work on this film if you're not a, a comic? I understand, you know, I get it, but you gotta have some kind of basic knowledge of what you're working on, bro. That and that's the God, kind of shit that you get dude. when you get people who aren't real fans working, just like these these media clowns that go to these events and ask these stupid ass questions. They're not real fight yeah. fans, bro. They ask these these dumb ass little gotcha questions, um, and then yeah. they expect these fighters to to kiss their ass and and not say shit like, "Why don't you pay me for for my interviews?" I'd probably say the same shit if I was surrounded by a bunch of little assholes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's fanboys, and like whenever they do those UFC pressers, it's just fanboys. You know, it's not real media, and I'll always stand on stand by it and die on this hill. 
MMA media died the day they banned Ariel Hawani and Luke Thomas from events. Okay, so mm. there you go. But speaking yeah. of the UFC and the biggest star of the UFC, Dana White apparently doesn't like podcasts. Howie Mandel <laughs> had him on. Dude. 30 <laughs> seconds. Let me, let, and let me show you guys. <laughs> I'll, I'll say amazing businessman you are an inspiration you are a philosopher the way you do business the way you uh conduct your business and your friendships and media is uh i'm, I'm jealous and but dana i can't thank you enough for being here thank you for all the kind words i appreciate it i, I am so fucking tired of doing podcasts it's I, i'm literally done with them i'm not doing any more podcasts We have a an look at these people, bro. That's hilarious. <laughs> that was, that was, I'm out. I gotta go shit. Oh, I mean, was, was that the yeah. Liver King sitting there? No, that's uh, the Liver King's yeah. ginger brother. Like ginger, oh, like I thought that name? ginger yeah. Nick or some shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> some, he's yeah. some kind of redneck hillbilly comedian. No, man, but uh, that that was hilarious, bro. I. I I could see on, on Dana's face when I first saw that clip, I was like, oh, bro, he's thinking what I'm thinking. Like, this guy's, like, kissing my ass and saying, like, the stupidest shit. He doesn't even mean it. You know, you yeah. great, Dana. You All your friends say that, man, just shut up with the pleasantries, bro. You don't got to kiss my ass. Just talk to me like I'm a human, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially nah, on a podcast. Yeah, in a podcast platform, of course, don't act like that. Don't say shit like that. But, like, when you're talking about the MMA media, they are scared to death to ask a real question, especially to Dana or even to the fighters. It's just the same old repetitive shit. And like you said, Rudy, they're looking to, like, get a quote or something, like, controversial and just cat whatever. It's fucking bullshit. MMA media is trash. It really yeah, is. they are, dude. But or what you mentioned earlier, though, Rudy, about washed-up uh, UFC fighters. Well, speaking of washed-up UFC fighters, I heard, I heard, I don't know if it's confirmed or not, Bigfoot Silva, right, Rob, is unretiring. Mm. Uh, I don't understand this. No. But, like, yeah, he, he's going to be a, a double unretirement fight. He's back <laughs> again. He's fighting a former uh, UFC guy, right, Espino, or what's his name? Juan Espino, right, or something like that. Yeah, Joey. Yep, he is uh, booked to fight against another U- UFC alum who is coming out of retirement. Ultimate, the Ultimate Fighter twenty eight heavyweight winner Juan Espino. Both fighters wow, recently I mean, announced the fight on their Instagram page is about takes place March twenty third at Grand Canaria Arena in Las Palmas, Canary Island, Spain. Rules of the bout were not revealed. You know, hopefully how tall is he? There aren't any rules. Bigfoot, how tall is Bigfoot? Yeah, I don't know. Like he's like six four, I believe, six three ish around there. Something like that. Well, his head is fucking huge too. So like, easy target. His head is his head is probably four foot tall. I'm <laughs> six six. I'm six six and wear a size fifteen. I'll fight his ass. Oh, Juan Espino is like the uh, he's the Mexican. Uh, what's his name? Um, Tom Aspinall. Yeah, that's him. Look, but it's like, come on, like, well, show a picture of him. Yeah, I want to see his face. 
Look at that guy. That's a Mexican one Aspinall. El Guapo. La despedida. I just call him Juan Aspinall. <laughs> that's funny Who, yeah i don't have any idea of what uh what kind of money he's making in this fight but it's it's definitely not enough and it's pretty fucking sad but man big how many he's probably Just lost like 12 name, fights in a row. Like I, I think he's lost 19 yeah, he is, fights by draw. knockout bro yeah Man, his uh, his They're, brain. He's gonna is... get paid in tacos and pesos. I mean, oh my god, that's all it is. Well, he'll remember. Uh, Tim Sylvia did the same thing. Yeah, yeah he did. He went to all them promoter, and he got his shit rocked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but Bigfoot though, man, his brain is tapioca. You know what I mean? Not out every fight. Yeah, it's well, not that they like like ten or some shit like that. Yeah, like more than that, like fifteen like or something like that. Yeah, he's been knocked but, out like repeatedly. It's like God damn. Oh, yeah, you know, it's actually eleven in con- eleven consecutive combat losses, uh, including wow. nine by knockout. I bet his old lady beats his ass too. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, terrible. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh no! I'm just saying it's terrible that he's fighting. And he's fighting so. <laughs> but well, we're on the topic of UFC fighters. Uh, well, of course, outside the cage news, this is very proper. I don't know if you guys seen the video or Rudy, if you have it queued up. Uh, UFC fighter uh, Sandrikas Dumas was arrested, and uh, he live streamed the entire arrest. That's crazy, okay. bro. And now she want to come to me about an investigation. Damn, and you this, did an investigation. like, how long? Right? What was your investigation? We were called out here. Okay. Go. Disturbance, right? So wait, 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 where's Let's the disturbance see. at? Let's see if there's audio on this other one. I think it's oh, the way it started. Audio? You were? Yeah. yeah there, was, there was audio on that. Yeah, we okay. got it. Go. Yeah, we got it. Disturbance, right? So wait, 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 where's the disturbance at? Because I was walking when God ended up messing with me, right? No, yeah. Well, I'm I'm in him on the side. Yeah, I actually I'm a but it can't investigate boyfriend, so that wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> We've been broken up. You're disrupting in peace. I don't know why you bullshit. This is dumb, bro. If you just shut the hell up and comply, <laughs> just answer the question. What did he get arrested for? Because that's sitting in your neck of the woods too, Joey. I believe he's in Florida, Pensacola. I don't know how far that is from you. Are you northern north? Uh, Florida, oh, right? Georgia area. Oh yeah, Jacksonville. Correct. Okay, I believe Dumas lives in Pensacola. It was for some stupid argument. I think it was. I can't. I yeah, can't. Well, I can't talk about why. <laughs> I'll get booted. <laughs> Just do it. Shut your mouth. I, I ain't with, well, I ain't with that cancel culture shit. Yeah, well, it happened. Yeah, it happened, and it's like, man, I don't know. I guess that's something it's easy. To where if you get pulled over or a cop approaches you, it doesn't. I don't care what time it is. I don't care what the situation is. If you don't know what call has been made, what's been, just answer the questions. Lose the fucking attitude. If you're not guilty, don't have an attitude. The outcome will be so much better. Uh, and another another thing I, I would suggest is know your rights. You know, if you're yes, afraid of the know cops, your rights. you know, know just your know rights, your man. rights, man. Know what they can ask you and know what you're you're allowed to say and not to say. And if you have an, an attorney, 
you know, get an attorney involved. If There's you don't no need one, to. One would be appointed to you. Exactly. You don't got to be a. I don't know, man. I, and I've dealt with a lot of cops, bro. My dad was a cop for 40 years, and uh, I dealt with a lot of asshole cops, man. I got arrested for the dumbest shit all the time, bro. Treated like shit by cops. And I was always respectful, bro. Always respectful. Um, even though they would arrest me for some bullshit, bogus shit. You know, it was always yes, sir, no, sir. All right, I guess I'm going to jail now. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thanks for not calling my dad. That was the worst, bro. They'd be like, hey, you're, you're Ruben's son, aren't you? Like, yeah, why? Yeah, I think I'm going to call him. Nah, man, just take me to jail. Take me to county right now, please. Just take me to jail. Oh. Well, speaking of jail, people getting arrested, oh. MMA fighters getting arrested. And John Jones apparently was at a comedy show in California. It wasn't in New Mexico. Otherwise, like, oh, he might have got arrested. But he was in California. And uh, I don't know, Rudy, if you have the video queued up. Um, yeah, Jones was drunk, and he was taking shots at a comedian, poking fun. And I think the comedian asked him, like, what are you doing here? How would you end up here? And he's like, it's highlight of the job. And fucking around it's jump but we're hearing about jones drunk it's never a good you, you think it's going to be a horrible story but so quit, didn't when get arrested. did this happen when did this happen uh, i believe uh, it, it was a couple yeah it was Go this ahead, past maybe. weekend so wasn't he wasn't he supposed to be doing some kind of seminar so, are, are you you're an audience member, right uh-huh you're a little drunk i assume you, uh, you could hear him all the, slurring his speech he, he can I you can definitely say it's fat joe like that i want to go can you hear what i'm saying give it to yes everybody give it to me right now just blackout drunk oh well my my kid over here what is this guy gonna do he's gonna stand up and talk shit he is three sheets to the wind are you sure this drunk is alcohol? That right there, that right there should tell you he's not in oh, fight yeah. hand. You know, thanks. I, I appreciate, I appreciate the person who's saying he's going to be fighting, so gonna be fighting at UFC 300. Everybody here will give you a hug on your way. That's enough of that, drunk ass. On another note, I'm going to show you a. A, a secret John Jones video that you've probably never seen in your life. Uh-oh. I'm John Jones of the UFC. A lot of people think us fighters are like a different breed. But really, I'm just an average guy who loves to spend time at the park with my kids. Hiya, Daddy Wyatt. And three, two, one... Now that's the John Jones we all know and love. <laughs> Such a great, good guy. What I've a, never yeah. seen that commercial, bro. <laughs> Have you ever seen the video of him with the... Uh, Just out there kicking shoulder. It was him and Uriah Faber with um, what's that, with Kenny Powers, dude. It was hilarious. I've posted that video before. Yeah, you tagged me in it. Yeah, you said yeah, it was totally me. That shit's funny. No. That's a good But one. we're used to seeing... Yeah, we're honestly used to seeing Jones in like fucking police cam body cam footage so it's like it wasn't that uh situation this time around but john jones drunk is never a good thing so we're hoping praying 
that he makes it to the Saudi card or whatever the fuck they wanted. It, apparently, he turned down. They offered him the fight, right? UFC 300 against Tom Aspinall or Stipe, and I guess he turned it down. He did the interview on Submission Radio, but the is UFC uh, is, up? No, I believe it's a uh, was it an elbow surgery he had a sec or something like that or not elbow? What was it? Because uh, he tore he had the torn pec. Yeah, he tore his pec from the muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he had another operation, I believe, maybe I thought it was an elbow cleanup deal, like nothing super serious, but um yeah, they offered him the fight at three hundred UFC's kinda I don't know. They're supposed to have that press conference tomorrow for UFC yeah. three hundred. So they will announce the main event, I'm pretty sure. And I don't know, before what who do you guys think? Like who's the fucking mystery fight? Like we talked about a little GSP bit last versus week. Mark, you have <laughs> mentioned that, and it's like Khabib is he, he is training, that but is he like fight, would fight? sell out worldwide? Yeah, it's gonna be, a, or it could just be it's a, um, it's gonna be it could a be wet late. blanket fight, but no punches thrown. Just whoever can get a single <laughs> leg, fucking dry hump each other for five rounds. Look, UFC <laughs> three hundred is gonna be soft core fucking gonna porn, be, right? It's gonna be Sean Strickland versus fucking uh, Sneeko, oh man. No, not Sneeko. Sneeko's oh, white knight. Jake Paul. Man. Oh, well, they, well, Joey mentioned wet blanket, and I still, like, uh, Bilal Muhammad comes to mind. So I think Leon Edwards, Bilal, Bilal thinks it's happening. I don't think it's happening as a main event of 300, but there's a chance it, it can happen because they do, in fact, have to announce it soon. And um, we know the UFC ha- has been announcing fights that aren't official as far as their verbal agreement, contract signing, so I don't know. What, what do you? What would you guys think if they just said Leon Edwards, Bilal Muhammad? People are gonna uh, talk mad shit, right? But it's it's a legit bro, like it's, Bilal it's deserves the, the only, fight. Yeah, that's the only yeah. fight that makes sense, bro. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it better be a yeah, bunch of bangers, like, or I'm fucking illegally watching this shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> Chimaev said he's not fighting at UFC 300 because it's during Ramadan. So he had that little video. I don't know if you guys seen it where he talks in that certain tone where he's like, I just smash everyone. I do not fight the UFC 300. I fight in the Saudi. <laughs> what he said. So. Spot on. <laughs> that was spot on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's usually how we end the show. So, yeah, where's my goat at, bro? <laughs> where's my goat at? Hey, girl. It's time to wrench it up. <laughs> but we do have some outside the cage news topics, non fight related. But before we get to those, can we talk about talk something about Wilson that I saw? What? You want, we want yeah, to see Brock Lesnar, right? You know, Brock Lesnar fought UFC, mm-hmm. transitioned mm-hmm. to blah, blah, blah. Kind of under the, uh, some heat with them because of Vince McMahon, so they pulled him from everything. So now he's getting to like go to his daughter's, you know, shit that you know because she's in college. Which oh is in field. I saw the picture of him, you know, giving her a hug oh after God. she beat her own record. I'm like, that's the Brock Lesnar I'm ready to see. Just his daughter cooling down. Yeah, his daughter. She his daughter beat. is massive, bro. Oh my God! Like she looks like her name should be Inga or. You know, something Hel- strong. Helga. Yeah, Helga. 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 Dude, she look, if you look up a, a Helga in a dictionary, you're going to see her fucking picture. Like, 
Oh my uh, god. Dude. That's her like father Luca Lesnar. Lesnar. Her, her mother brought Lesnar. Exactly. <laughs> like, dude, that, if, if just imagine Brock Lesnar in drag. I mean, that's it. Helga. And Helga. you know, God help the guy that breaks her heart. <laughs> yeah. He's done. He's done. He's in many done, different ways. He's swimming with the fishes. <laughs> she would rip their dick off and throw that bitch across the pond. I just so, oh, dude. They even got he. They even got to worry about her daddy. I know for a fact no, my no. daughter will not look like that, and so I'm not. I'm not worried. She that, is, that, she's that just that girl's dudes. She looks Give jacked. Phone number. I don't want to. She looks jacked. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking power bomb him through the table. <laughs> Yeah, no, I did see that picture, and I believe I don't know who posted it in the chat if it was Scott or Emmett, but I did see it though early, a couple days ago. So, but yeah, uh, that's, that's her name, Elga. Elga Inga Lesnar. <laughs> Y'all are going to hell, and I'm driving the bus. <laughs> speaking of hell, well, yeah, no, not necessarily going to hell, but speaking of witches, Bryce Mitchell, did you guys hear his take on Taylor Swift and? Yeah. I mean, it's Bryce Mitchell we're talking here, but I don't yeah. know you guys heard about it. If they can rig an election, <laughs> they can rig football. Taylor Swift called satanic leader after chief Super Bowl win by controversial UFC star from Arkansas. So Bryce Mitchell went on a rant saying that, uh, that Taylor Swift is uh, the daughter of Anton LaVey's wife, which is a satanic uh, leader of uh, – well, the guy who created – the satanic temple mm-hmm. and the satanic mm-hmm. bible ain't um, this the same dude that probably hasn't come back from the shadow realm yet from that knockout he took yeah man <laughs> he's a, he, he's a, i don't know man he's the kind of guy who makes conspiracy theorists look kind of kooky man because uh, he also thinks the world's right. flat so no yeah you know he thinks the world's <laughs> flat and i mean he's, he's a part good, of a fucking whack job he's a good guy Let, let's hear what he has to say Hey, I don't watch foosball. I don't believe in foosball, but let me tell you something. Uh, <laughs> God, stop. Money, stop. I go uh, probably bet on the Chiefs. Reason being is because. Why are you using a filter, Bryce? <laughs> hey, but I'm also adding to the story, that though. old boy putting his chin. <laughs> oh, Br- Bryce Mitchell also joined Diego Sanchez call Taylor Swift a witch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah, that's why I wanted to say uh, – uh, she, li- she lives quote. off the adrenochrome for over 500 years. Oh, hell, dude. This guy's nuts. Yeah, that's Diego Zena, Sanchez right yeah, there. Yeah, Zena, Zena, which is um, the wife of Anton LaVey, dude. But they're saying that she's a witch. That she's been living over 500 years. Dude, she only got 58 seconds of screen time and turned the whole <laughs> Super Bowl. Only? That's a lot. 58 seconds out of five hours plus? That's a lot, bro. For one person, bro, she got they way the more. Thing, they did the same thing when Jessica Simpson was dating Tony Romo. Yeah, and that was That's way too Oh, yeah, you're time. right. I forgot about that garbage, too. Yeah. So, but, I just I just wanted the Chiefs to lose um, just mainly because of her. You know, <laughs> I, I've, ne- I've, never, I've never heard Taylor Swift, dude, until last week when I was in Houston. Somebody played it. It's like, well, you're we're making a big – I'm not a hater. A hater. I just, a I just hater. don't care. I don't like people being injected artificially into uh Man, into she, pop got that, she got that billion dollar putty cat, son. I'm not mad at Kelsey at all. <laughs> Do your thing, homeboy. 
Yeah. Fuck that guy too. Yeah, Mr. Pfizer can eat a dick. Man. Adrenochrome though. Any, anybody anybody who pushes anybody who pushes poison on children can go straight to fucking hell. Maybe she is a witch. No. Diego might be right. You never know. Let's put a little, let's put a little sprinkle on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, some non-fight related outside the cage news and in, in sad news. I don't know if you guys heard yes, the inventor, sad. the inventor of the pop tart. He's ninety-six years old, passed away. I believe on Monday, right, Rudy? Or do you have the story queued up? Yeah, he passed away at ninety-six. Um, William Bill Post, the inventor of pop tarts, dead at ninety-six. He died from, believe it or not, a uh, diabetes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he choked on a pop tart. Imagine. I'm say, hold on now. I got damn diabetes. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> From eating diet pop tarts. Fuck off. Yeah, they. How many? They make so many different flavors of pop tarts. Because like when I was growing up, it was just either like cherry or what outright Rudy is strawberry Great. or cherry. Apple. It. Yeah, Great. strawberry, yeah. cherry, blueberry, and my mom's was like or cinnamon. They had the cinnamon one. It was good. Yeah, they yeah, have brown sugar one. That one was pretty good. Cookies and cream, frosted banana bread. Damn, uh, those are new. Era. Was rich. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's Canadian. Your store had. That's in the. That's in America, not Canadian. That's in the states. Not. A, we don't have that shit in Canada. What's this? Yeah, you guys have put. We don't have poutine pop tarts. I promise you, we do not have poutine pop tarts. There's no such thing as a poutine pop tarts. I believe that would that's pop, but not poutine pop tarts. All right. Hey, we're we're living in 2024 now, Mark. They probably have it. They have everything now. Vince McMahon pooped on someone. Can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, Matthew Lyle? Gregory said that Vince McMahon pooped on <laughs> Well, up, he man? did. Nick? I mean, there's, there's like a 64-page log of like all kinds of shit that Vince is still facing. So, oh, yeah. But, but on to some other non-fight-related outside the cage news stories. Um, apparently a dog, I believe it's a drug-sniffing dog or so, at the Boston airport uh, hmm. sniffed out some mummified monkeys getting smuggled into the states imagine that yep. imagine being out of africa sniffed out something unusual in passengers luggage mummified monkeys <laughs> they had the dehydrated bodies of four monkeys agents said i can guarantee you what they were they're probably going to grind it up in a powder and use it for like dick hard, dick hard pills. pills exactly yeah. <laughs> These, this was for john that shit was headed to Chinatown. <laughs> they were gonna make a powder and give it to John Jones. Play like, here, Jesus, stay hard. They make you make it very hard, very very hard, John Jones. <laughs> it, not, it, did not, it did not show up, Usada. It did not show. You up. last for hours. You last four hours. Yeah, yeah. That's like the new latest advance <laughs> in that health. in the science of those fucking pills. Yeah, you're right. More than likely. My doctor just seen that. I apologize, Doctor. Oh shit! Look at this line. The potential dangers posed by bringing bush meat into the United States are real. Bush meat can carry germs that can cause illness, including the Ebola virus. Pandemic number three, folks. It's coming. 
That's where we're five monkey heads. Yep. But also, this story came from across the pond in the backyard of Scott McKinnon and uh, those guys over in England. Apparently, an Englishman. Like this probably happened a lot in the yeah, states. All right. But, but yeah, this Englishman right. apparently. <laughs> Hello, what did Governor. he do? Hey, <laughs> he apparently this cat called the police department or called the whatever. What do they call it over there? Scotland Yard or whatever it is. But he called them up to report himself as too, too drunk to drive. And what did they do? They came and got his ass. Right. <laughs> you see the, I had way too many points of this sweet, sweet beer nectar. Can someone please mm. come and get me? <laughs> and I, I can't, I seem to forgot the number for the Uber. So <laughs> could someone please come pick me up, please? Like, imagine that <laughs> happening. Like, just imagine this. Hold your beer, sir. We're you- on our way. <laughs> you stupid cunt! <laughs> you leave my mother out of this. <laughs> oh my god! He probably was more likely a like whatever somebody that they knew. They're like, oh, this guy will book him in, and he'll be out in the morning, whatever. Like no charges, yeah. drop. Every, you know what I mean? Like, like this fucking guy again. You know what I mean, so could very possibly have been in the situation, but uh, but to, to close out, before I smuggled out these monkey heads. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah to close out the outside the cage news topics uh we added it just before the show started i showed rob and uh, we've been talking a lot about guinness book of world record like records that you would never think that were there to be broken but a guy a danish guy by the way yep uh, apparently stuck 68 fucking matches up his nose for the new world record what is the point of that <laughs> I don't know, what man. Is the goddamn point of that? He, he should have <laughs> made, been a double record holder. Blue, if, I could shove something up his him. nose. Somebody should have lit them on fire. Him. That would have been more fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put that on the Guinness World Record. I'm so <laughs> glad, right? It didn't really hurt. I'm so I glad. I have fairly large nostrils. <laughs> on, my, on my next <laughs> podcast, I was going to ask Scooter Is there something that you think that you could be in the Guinness Book of World Record for? Yeah, that's do, y'all a good have, one. do y'all have, do y'all, do y'all have anything that you might be able? To, you think that you might be able to get in? Uh, consecutive nipple pinches? <laughs> nah, Rudy's going in with the trash. Is Mike? Yeah. Well, <laughs> my <laughs> mic is not trashy, bro. It's the software that I'm using. <laughs> Old snap, pop, a crack. Yeah, there wasn't there a a guy recently that broke the Guinness Book of World Record of like stacking matches. And then they came in and noticed that, like the uh, he altered the matches or something like that. And the guy had been working on it for like seven years, and they gave him the record, and then they took it back. You have to look it up though. But that's a I heard it on the what? fucking radio. Turn that motherfucker to yeah. the ground. Yeah, you yeah. Seven years of stacking matches. So. <laughs> I think I could altered go matches. I think I could go into Guinness Book of World Records for like longest piss. Oh my god! <laughs> every, every dude, every morning when I get up. I'm in that bit. It's at least it's at least a two minute stream. My, my <laughs> wife will hear me. She, she, she's yelling from the bed. She's How like, God, huge damn. is your fucking bladder, bro? Dude, I'm a large human being, bro. <laughs> yeah, Joey's a big guy. Yeah, for sure. I, got, I don't know. I think um, I got uh, this guy, this 
the Danish man, though, I think he'd I have a run for his money if uh, John Jones was there, too. He might be able to break it just by one. 69. Oh, 69. 69. Right. 69. Tell Scooter to shove a pickle up his nose. <laughs> Shit. You never know. Yeah. Hey. yeah. <laughs> that is a good topic, keep, though. We'll have to check. Or have him grow his beard. Like, have it keep growing and see how long he can grow it. <laughs> oh, that well, record not, is like unbreakable. He's out, but I'll see if you can shove a pickle through the head of his dick. <laughs> There's a record for you. Like longest beard. That's probably like so unbreakable. It's it's like probably some guy in India that's been growing his beard since like 1931 or something like that. And you know that some of a bitch smells like cat piss. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'll never be broken. But but yeah, that uh that concludes outside the cage news, fellas. Some wacky topics, but that's just that's the world we're living in. I mean, Mark Guinness Book of World Records in Canada. There's been Canadians breaking records. You need to in fact break a record soon, Mark. So yes. we're waiting. It's time, son. He's already he already won <laughs> one record, bro. Looking like a Unabomber. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Oh shit. Uncle Fester's here to blow up the building. Fuck. Right. <laughs> it's Hannibal Lichter to you. Hannibal <laughs> Lichter. <laughs> bro, if Uncle Fester starts ticking, we start running. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> He's melting Man, in his chair. But, Look at him. This is some bullshit. <laughs> but we have UFC 298. I don't know if you guys all listened to the press conference. It was yes, pretty fucking corny. And, like, you had – look at that lineup that they had, though. They had the triple cringe. Ian fucking Gary. We who else was sitting that. on that side, Rudy? They had a, oh the eraser. Oh, they had secret yeah, secret yeah, juice. They had they had Robert Whitaker, Paulo Costa, Bulk, and Tapuria. But on on the like the other on the one side though they had uh, Paulo Costa, Ian Gary, Triple Cringe, mm-hmm. and then they had like uh, Roman Kapalov who didn't really say anything. But yeah, um, with Tapuria, man, like he was trying to pull his best Conor McGregor scenario if i've ever seen one right he even snatched the belt from fucking bolt mm-hmm. and bolt coming out there dressed like an old What's man up, pretty... yeah it was old man awesome. bolt. yeah shit mackenzie Dern, baby i'm watching <laughs> but but we have time to do the full card right breakdown's yeah. a pretty good card uh, uh, yeah we the only, there's only a, there's only 12 fights so that's let's it no just the, 12 uh, let's start that's with it. the uh, the poster here i like it um i like it i like the photos yeah volk looks kind of kind of scared in a way so that i don't like it looks like what the fuck he's got the what the <laughs> fuck face he's coming off that he damn head kick too i mean it, it's not the best but it's not the worst we've seen a bunch of shitty posters lately i'm gonna yeah, give this one a seven no yeah me too I'll agree with seven. Seven. hurry up take that photo i got a shit <laughs> i like uh i like our our artwork for this week better than that one. Yeah. I'm say so. Oh yeah. Sure. Bro, our yeah. artwork is always better than, than their posters, bro. You it took me about them. as long to make that as the effort they put into it. So I'm putting equal effort, you know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah, like it's not that hard. So, but, but the UFC returning to Anaheim, uh, the Honda center, 
I see them be on ESPN. So as long as you have cable or however you're going to watch it, you better be watching on ESPN. Order this up. Watch every single second of every round of every fight. All 12 fights. So, yeah, it's a big stakes, the featherweight division. Uh, starting this card off, Round very familiar one. faces. Women's flyweight, Miranda Maverick against Andrea Lee, who's on a three-fight skid. And ranking-wise, it makes sense, 18 against 19. But this fight may have the potential of just like the last card. Right, Rudy? Like, I don't know how, what's your read on, on this like a matchup here because Andrea Lee's fighting for a job. Yeah, she's yeah. definitely fighter for a job, bro. Uh, three and zero, plus one seventy underdog, going up against a uh, minus two hundred five favorite. She won her last fight against Priscilla Cachoeira, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and and it was, I thought it was going to be a decision win, but she went in there and arm barred her ass. Yeah, she looked uh, impressive yep. in that fight. Yeah, she she's really impressive, man, in that fight. And before that, mm-hmm. I, she was on a two fight win streak, and then she lost to Jasmine Jazavicious in a unanimous decision mm-hmm. loss. Um, so yeah, man, this, it, I think it's going to be a bad night for Andrew K- KGB Lee. I think this is probably going to be the last time we see her in the UFC. Bro, I have Maverick winning, uh, by KO, TKO round two. But, but I'm going to, I'm going to leave this as a caveat. You can, it'd be a great idea to put, uh, KGB down as a, uh, as an underdog pick on one of your best slips. Cause there's a chance mm-hmm. she could, you know, she's, she's, she's got a lot more knowledge, man, when it comes to fighting. She might be able to to do something and and put Miranda away, man. Highly unlikely, but there's a chance. Yeah, yep. Miranda's more uh, she's more attractive, so I'm going with Miranda. Val Kilmer for the win. Yeah, Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go Maverick. Um, yeah, Maverick decision. She seems to like most of her fights are really entertaining, though. She really gets after it. Yeah. And Andrea uh, KGB Lee is that type of opponent to bring that out. I think this will be a really scrappy fight to kick the card off. And hopefully it's not like no controversial fucking what, – what was the last fight? It was a no contest for like a low blow. Yeah, that last no card. Con- low blow. Yeah, it was, it was uh, Orichi Kailang versus uh, Marcos. That was a horrible yeah, way so- to start the fight, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, it, and it's but always that's- guys that, that, are, that are very closely – matched up and and the fight odds are real close it always happens like that this is one of those fights there's a really high potential for the some bullshit to happen man i've never really seen bullshit happen in the their fights before they're pretty fairly clean fighters so i, I don't see see anything happen but you never know man mm-hmm. mark yeah. who do you got um you know what i gotta stick with lee Bro, what what else is the the white guy with a bald head gonna say? <laughs> the fuck! <laughs> First off, fuck you. <laughs> you are so dumb. Well, moving on, the early prelims, of course. Um, I, my care level is very low on this bout here. Val Woodburn, I think. He got sparked out by um, Bo Nickel, right? His debut. Yeah, he came, he came and, in uh, on a on a on a short notice fight against Bo Nickel on his UFC debut. Previously, he was what seven and uh, seven and zero, oh, undefeated, coming out of combat night, wherever mm-hmm. that is. Um, and yeah, Bo Nickel put him out. He lasted a lot longer than I thought he would, but yeah, he got knocked out. He's a smaller guy. He's a plus two thirty five underdog. 
went up against a uh, 9 2 0 favorite in Oban Elliott, two, minus 290 favorite, 26 year old. He's got a height and reach advantage. Pretty much anybody in this weight division is going to have a height and reach advantage against uh, Val Woodburn. I, I think he's he's a he's a powerful puncher, but it takes a lot more to being a MMA fighter than being a powerful puncher. And I think Oban Elliott is gonna he's gonna chin this dude, man. Yeah, and he's facing yeah. a guy that's what previously the Cage Warriors, long running Cage Warriors, impressive on the uh, Dana White Contender Series. He got that opportunity to become a UFC fighter there. So we'll see what he's made of here, like you said, Rudy, because it's Val Woodburn who we've only seen him once. Um, I don't even know what that organization was that he fought previously, but seven and one, like I said, my care level is very low. Uh, I'm going to pick Oban Elliott, you know what I mean? Cause this is like way far out in the, uh, what do you call it? Relevant fighters that like mm-hmm. you tell a hardcore fucking fight fan, Val Woodburn and Oban Elliott, like they can't tell you like, Oh yeah, this is clear cut Val Woodburn's running away. So it's, it's a weird matchup, but yeah, it makes sense to be the second fight on the card. You know what I mean? So Joe's going to go all, with the Floridian. Since you're all racist, I'm going for Jamaica. <laughs> He's Floridian. He's from Florida. It says Jamaica right there. Yeah, I've been it, it says he that's looks his like nationality, but he's he's from Florida. He's from Apopoca, Florida. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going. I'm going Jamaica. Val, yeah, uh, think where does Apopka, Florida, down by Miami, uh, South Florida? Yeah. No wonder. So, yeah, he got embarrassed by Bo Nickel, you know, in his debut. But I think he's got he's on a redemption. He's he's gonna come out head hunting. Mm. Isn't it pronounced Opalaka, right, Joey? That's how you say it, yeah, Opalaka. That's right. Oh, but there is there is a there is a uh, Opaka though, or mm. something like that. Opa. Oh, Tapioca. My my accent will fuck it. Hapa dapa. Hapa dabba. Yeah, 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 He's like the special teams coach or something like that, right? Or yeah, yeah, keep the guys yeah. <laughs> but moving on the card, fellas, uh, Josh Quinlan, who what he came from the contender series as well. Uh, Danny Barlow making his UFC debut, he's also what a contender series guy, too, as well, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. seven and oh, Danny it. Barlow, minus 180 favorite. Going up against a plus one fifty five slight underdog against uh, Josh Quinlan lost his last fight against Trey Waters in the decision. Josh Quinlan every- looks like he steals catalytic converters in his spare time. <laughs> yeah, I mean he is. You know he he did get popped for steroid use and admittedly said that he did it because he wasn't confident in his skills. Like yeah, bro. I mean if if you're if you're telling me that you have to do that because you're not confident in your skills, I'm not confident in it. Yeah, I'm not confident in picking you when you're not on it, on the juice. So yep. I'm going with Danny Barlow, left yeah, hand to man. God. I think this dude is going to chin um, Josh Quinlan. I mean, Josh Quinlan. Round since two, he, bro. They, they hyped this this cat up, you know, ever mm-hmm. since he came into the UFC, and he was less than impressive 
in all of his, his outings, man. And I think Danny Barlow, I mean, he's got like a, a two-inch height read advantage, um, eight-inch eight inch reach advantage, sorry, and a two-inch two height advantage. So he's taller and way longer arms. Josh Quinlan, if you've seen this guy, he looks like Chris Benoit, bro. His little T-Rex arms. Or yeah, he ain't winning this fight. <laughs> no, Barlow's going to KO him on the round two, bro. Yeah. I'm going to go uh I'm going to go Quinlan against Jeez, the grain here. Of course he would. Oh. Yeah. It could happen. Yeah. Or Rudy, do you have your um is your screen share or is, is it moving on on the fight card? It's still on the Maverick. Oh. And Andre Lee, but but yeah, it's it's really like it's some young prospects or so debut UFC guy and uh Danny Barlow, Quinlan, uh what he got? He lost the decision to Shea Waters his last fight, so I don't know. It's a weird matchup, but um, curious to see how Danny Barlow does in a debut against a guy who's, you know, making his sophomore appearance as a UFC fighter. So, mm-hmm. but um, moving on, we have two hundred five action, which is the only light heavyweight fight on this card, I believe, and it is Mingyang Zhang versus Bredson Verberio, and care level very low, right? Or do you guys what do you think? What, I- what, I flipped a coin and, and it landed on Zhang winning KO by round three. <laughs> I got Riberio. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a lot of contender series, guys. Of course, Riberio is from the contender series here. So mm. um, they loaded the card up, the, the early portion of it, of course, with a lot of guys making their debut. And, you know, if you're not a real fight fan, then you don't know who any of these guys are either, too. So Because it's yeah. the Mountain mm. Tiger. That, that's a badass nickname, the Mountain Tiger. Ming Yang Zhang. So. I don't know. Yeah, this Joey, is one of those, Joey, those highly got? contested fights, bro. It's really mm-hmm. close. I ordered a lot of shit off a of wish. I'm going for China. <laughs> yeah, Timu, right? One, minus one forty favorite yeah. Jang versus Brendison Hiberio plus one twenty underdog. Fifteen and five, sixteen and six. These guys are, you know, this is another one of those matchups that is really a really good matchup. Uh, but I got Zhang uh, Chin and Brendison Hiberio. Yeah, I'm gonna go Zhang. He's got plenty of first round finishes, so I, mm-hmm. if it's something that like mm-hmm. that happens in the first, I won't be surprised. Roberto, he could just be a tough bastard, and you know he may he showcases and, and shows puts a stamp on it. It's 205, so it's like you know the only 205 fight on the card. Uh, I think uh, Zhang was the road to the UFC winner, right? Chinese yep. guy, so they're always trying to get the Chinese fighters, you know, showcase them. So a big win here would be nice. I mean, the guy's 16 and six, so. Uh, a lot of his a lot of his previous bouts are against you know uh, fighters from that region of the world. So now he's in the UFC where the big boys play. So, but uh, moving on the prelims, we have some uh, 135 bantamweight action with uh, Rinya Nakamura against Carlos Vera, and I think is Carlos Vera also another contender series guy? Yeah, he's a good. T- no, he came up from Fury, dude. This Fury. is his UFC debut. He's 36 He's a years debut old. Guy. Okay. He's a okay. plus 540 heavy underdog going up against an 8-0 Rinya Nakamura, minus 850. Um, huge favorite from Japan. Uh, you know, the skill level is going to be obvious when, when this fight starts, mm-hmm. man. Um, I mean, Carlos Vera, he's a good fighter, but I mean, 36 years old and you're making your UFC debut, you know, the dude made it. But uh, barely. You know, um, I 
this is just not a you really think they're going to invest this type of time and money into Hina Nakamura and, and let him lose to a guy like Carlos Vera? There's a chance, but yeah, good call. Extremely yeah. unlikely that's not going to happen. I think Rina Nakamura is going to Nakamura this guy's ass out. <laughs> yeah, because Carlos Vera, I, mean, I I knew he was debuting, but I know he fought in the um, contender series with uh, he fought Brad Katona and he lost there. But he's like you said, really the age. And it's this is really like catered to Nakamura here. And uh, yeah, man. Yeah, because I, I, I think it's mostly, club and sub, bro. Club and sub, second round. Yeah, I'm hmm. chiseling in Nakamura right now. Yeah, he reminds me like a like he's like he could be like the little brother of uh, that uh, guy from uh, that fought John Claude Van Damme. Bolo. Um, Bolo yeah, Yang. <laughs> yeah. That's racist, bro. Yeah, <laughs> come on, Rob. Come on, dude. Don't do that hey, shit. Stay there. Don't fuck but, again. Don't fuck again. Well, moving on, the prelims, heavyweight action. Marcos Ooh. Rogerio de Lima versus Justin Taffa. And, man, Rogerio de Lima has mm. been around forever, right? Like, this guy. Mm. Well, Derek Lewis knocked him the fuck out last time around, but... Um, the guy's a seasoned vet, man. Like he's always like his, his path to victory in this fight, in my opinion, is the grappling. Like I think he could probably like make this a complete snoozer, take Justin Taffa down. I mean, he's pretty well rounded, Delima. I mean, we know how Justin Taffa wins fights, and he wins them like with one shot KOs, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, if Delima can weather the storm, take some big shots, I think. Um, yeah, it's a, it's kind of a step down in competition because. The Lima just previously fought fucking Derek, the Black Beast Lewis. So, yep. and he won in the most unexpected way possible with that flying knee. He but got uh, fucking steamrolled. <laughs> <laughs> and Justin Toffa came off that brutal uh, KO of what's his name, um, Austin, uh, Austin Lane. Lane. Yeah, from my home, from like, former Jaguar player. That's yeah, right. That, okay. I think their their first uh, outing it got stopped because of an unintentional eye poke, so they ran yep. back. Mm-hmm. And they ran it back. I mean, and still put him in the fucking eyeball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I was like, not. Nah, and I like a. Yeah, I, I definitely like Justin Taffa. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if he KOs him quick or something. But some about this fight where Delima, this could be the snoozer of the night sandwich where he just fucking takes him down, holds him down for three rounds and wins a decision. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling, bro. Calling it out. Minus 150 favorite Marcos Rogerio de Lima up against Justin Taffa plus 125 slide underdog. Um, he stands a chance to chin him, but if it if he doesn't do it in the first round, good luck. I think Rogerio de Lima just has a lot of fight knowledge, um, and he's yep. going to show it, man. He shows it every time. I think Derek Lewis, that was just kind of a that was a fluke, bro. Before that, what he beat Waldo Cortez, um, Andre Arlovsky, not a big deal. Blagov Ivanov, that was the unanimous decision for Blagov. I don't think he really won that fight. And Ben Rothwell, he knocked that motherfucker out. So. I don't know, man. He's kind of up there in age, but you just can't discount his skill, man. Um, he doesn't I'm take a lot of damage. Man. You, can't, you can't sleep on them Samoans, dog. Yeah, you can't, but you can if you actually sleep on top of them, which Rogerio <laughs> de Lima might do. Might yeah, and, see, at, and at heavyweight, too, like experience matters most or a lot more, in my opinion, than like other weight classes. Because like, look at, like you mentioned Orlovsky, like that guy was winning fights by decision that he probably shouldn't have won yeah, based man. on fight experience. And like the Lima's kind of that guy. And of course the, the names that you just mentioned, like those fights, yeah, he probably shouldn't have won, 
the guy ended up winning. And as much as I want to pick Justin Taffa here by, you know, some type of stoppage, I am going to pick for sure this Rogerio de Lima in the fight. This is this is one I'm I'm going to stay away from on the bet slips. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I got we'll Taffa winning. We'll, we'll come back to this fight two. next week. KO. <laughs> Rob's got Taffa. Mark, who you got? Taffa. And Joey. Taffa. Right. right. So you guys are going with the lighter skin dude. Bunch of racists yeah. up in here. <laughs> yeah. Man, fuck you. Get the haircut for it, guys. Just remember that. Look at Amanda Lemos is going super saiyan, bro. What the fuck? Yeah, she is. <laughs> Let's go divorce yeah. dirt. Yeah, moving on. The card, uh, women's uh, straw weight action. Amanda Lemos, who previously McKenzie, just fought for the title. Hey, but she's yeah, Mackenzie Dern. Come, it's a she's coming back rather quickly, but I like the matchup a lot. I think these ladies mm-hmm. were bound to meet up at some point, and uh, Lemos coming off the like I said the uh, you know fought for the title, got completely dominated by Whaley Zhang, but Mackenzie Dern, her boxing looked completely fucking terrible her last garbage, fight. Bro. <laughs> so, she looked yeah. Yeah, yeah, she boxing is horrible. Yeah, but I mean, if she actually he, was training, like if she's training boxing for this fight, and sewed that part up, and and actually, like, because that's what Amanda Lemos is going to do. Like, maybe her cardio mm-hmm. may come into question. Mackenzie Dern, obviously, you know, she has the advantage if it does go to the ground. But cardio here, I'm I'm going to favor Mackenzie Dern in the fight. It's really close, though. It's a forty nine fifty one here, but uh, yeah, not, it's no way. Minus one thirty five for Lemos. Amanda Lemos. Uh, Mackenzie Dern is a plus one fifteen underdog. They both dropped their last fight, um, but again, Amanda Lemos dropped her fight against the champ Whaley Zhang. She took her to a unanimous decision. Yeah, uh, Mackenzie Dern lost embarrassingly to Jessica Andrade, bro. Uh, she got uh-huh. yeah. dude. And, and and keep in mind, she's taking this fight now. on short notice. So that's another. That's yeah, and I'm worried about her weight. <laughs> she Always. was going through the divorce or something too, right? Yeah, well, she's already been done with the divorce for like a year. Um, but yeah, it was, man, so it, it was something to do with that, though. Or her weight. She she's probably she's probably got to work again to pay the alimony. Yeah, so I I think Amanda Lemos is going to spark her up on the feet, bro. Um, Mackenzie Dern just doesn't have the hands, dude. And and when you you've yeah. seen her when she starts getting hit in the face, she she always she buckles, bro. She she freaks mm-hmm. out. She she pulls guard yep. and she tries to work off her back. And that's this is the wrong woman. My kind of lady. Against. You, <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's gonna. Have yeah, we have um, them. We have uh, seen Mackenzie Dern look pretty good, like in the stand-up, but that was when she was training with. Um, she was training with Jason Perillo, the coach of um, Michael Bisping's <laughs> boxing coach, or so. Uh, but she abandoned that in her last camp. And got fucked up. So I think uh, she hasn't made improvements in the striking. Amanda Lemos, yeah, like Rudy said, will light her. Uh, yeah, there's no way, dude. There, there's no way her, that bro. she she's gonna she's gonna improve her her boxing in two two less than three months. There's no way, especially hey, not, not a, to be on par with Amanda Lemos. There's no fucking way, bro. And 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 getting punched in the face is not something you teach. You, we've seen her time and time again. The minute she gets punched in the face. Yep. She freaks out, bro. She freezes. Just like Brock Lesnar. Exactly, punch bro. Punch him in the so, face. They turtle up. And th- this is one yeah. woman, Amanda Lemos, said, you're not going to get away with doing that, bro. If if you if you turtle up and you shell up and try to pull guard, this bitch is going to get on you and just pound your face in. 
And that's exactly what's going to happen. My sex and I do. says Mackenzie Dern, but my, my brain says Amanda. <laughs> I want to oh, see I do want to. I do want to <laughs> mention, too, that um, Mackenzie Dern's Brazilian accent is completely gone. It's gone. I don't know yeah. what happened to it. It's it vanished. I heard so. It got Americanized. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, moving on. That that's going to uh, conclude the prelims. That is in fact the main event of the prelims. So bout order subject to change. We're looking at topology cheat sheet here. So uh, kicking off the main card, we seen him at the press conference earlier today. Uh, Anthony Fluffy Hernandez against Roman Kapalov. Very high on this kid. Man, I think this is a proper matchup, man. Anthony Hernandez is one of those fucking Max Griffin type guys. You know, you got to get through and couple of. Man, surging contender, right? I don't know. Starting with you, Rudy, though. Rudy, I, you probably got Hernandez, right? I know you do. Fuck no, dude. 11 and 2. <laughs> uh, Fluffy Hernandez, minus 180 favorite. Uh, 12, 2 and 0, plus 150 underdog for Roman Kopilov. They, they're both on a four fight win streak. Um, I don't know, man. This is going to be. <laughs> This is going to be a bad night for Anthony Hernandez, dude. Copy mm-hmm. Love is not – this yeah. dude's a hitter, bro. This dude is a hitter. Yes. And when he hits yes. you, you're going to feel that shit. You're, Anthony Hernandez you're is – I mean, he's he's like leaps and bounds above him on the ground game, but the hard thing is getting Copy Love to the ground, and I think that's going to be a challenge for Hernandez. If he manages to do it, it's going to be a tough night for Copy Love, but I, I don't see that happening, dude. I think Copy Love is going to – he's going he's gonna to knock this fool out. Yep. And I say, and I say, he's gonna knock him out in the third round, I'm going just for the fact that Anthony Anthony is, you know, he's a very tough fighter, man. So, and I love, I, yeah, I, I, cool. pick, I love this guy. I, love, I, I do too. I love Fluffy. I mean, we've been we've been following this guy for the longest time, and you don't bet against Dobbs, Dobbs, Govs. Just don't do it, bro. Don't, bro. Don't. Yeah, that's a rule of thumb. <laughs> Definitely a yes. rule of thumb. And um, my my take on the fight is uh, cardio. Cardio advantage, I'd probably give to Anthony Hernandez. But uh, Kapilov has got, like, a crazy kick. Arsenal body kicks. and He could probably catch Hernandez with one of them slick kicks because, yeah, man. But uh, damage control, like, uh, Hernandez, if he could weather the storm and make it a drag-it-out fucking dogfight for three rounds, I could easily see him winning that fight that way. Because it's, like Rudy said, it's a wrestling advantage to Hernandez. So it's your classic wrestler versus striker here. So. Um, my official pick is Roman Coppola by stoppage, second round. Nice. You could go either way. Anthony Hernandez is a badass, bro. I can see why he's a favorite, mm-hmm. but I just I yeah. just don't see it happening, bro, with Coppola. This dude's a hitter. Mark? Coppola. Joey? Hernandez. Copy zone. Copy zone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving, on the, moving on the main card. Oh, man, I, I, I love this matchup. Love it, love it, but Henry Cejudo. I hope that motherfucker trips on the way out and smashes his goddamn face <laughs> on the floor. I cannot stand that son of a bitch. I don't care how many gold medals he won. Fuck that dude. Right? Man. One one I'm big red flag, the- though. There's one big red flag, and uh, Dana White even mentioned it. It's like when you mention the R word, you're kind of like, I don't know. Henry, of course, he's the triple GOAT, fucking gold medalist, two ti- or two-division champ, but – I like the Dana White's take on it where, you know, Henry retired out of nowhere in the middle of his prime and mm-hmm. came back. Of course, credit him, he fought Aljo, you know, the top dude at 135 in a return and arguably might have won the fight in a lot of people's eyes. It was very close. So in that aspect, like, Rob's training partners with Aljo, we all know that. Rob's a takedown machine. 
But uh, in this fight here, Marab's probably going to have to do a lot more striking, and it's not going to mm-hmm. be easy to hold down triple cringe. So if there is takedowns that happen, I think Henry uh, was more likely to hold Marab down. But Marab, if he takes you down, he continues to take you down throughout the fight. He'll fucking, you know, attempt 50 takedowns, and you might get 20 of them. You know what I mean? That's that, just what the guy mm-hmm. does. But based on camp uh, previously with Aljo, Great game plan. I don't know if Henry Cejudo is training with the same people these days, but uh, no, the R word not. worries me. And uh, I'm going to pick Mirab Devalishvili by, of course, a decision. It's, it, uh, who's the only person yeah. to stop uh, Henry Cejudo? Has he been stopped once? Uh, he has. Find out who. <clears throat> yeah, because not many people have beat Henry Cejudo to begin with, but it's like, I don't see Marab being the guy to yeah, stop him. The, the only the only person who ever stopped him by uh, by uh, a finish on uh, that decision was Demetrius Johnson, dude. TKO needs oh, to okay. body first round. One ninety seven. How long ago? How long ago was that? That was April twenty third, twenty sixteen. Wow. See, so that's the only time I forget about and, that. Yeah, and then right right after news. that, dude, he lost to Joseph Benavides. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fluke that's such a fluke like that's yeah. the biggest fluke of his entire career so really, probably that, loss, that loss haunts him for sure but mm. i don't know I, I don't trust the cringe here um i i favor marab in a decision for sure but um, i'm going uh, yeah, i'm uh, going i'm going for the mexican marab's gonna win by decision <laughs> <laughs> yeah he had the mexican flag out too so yeah yeah, he said he was going to win this for the Mexicans because uh, yes, Cejudo doesn't want to use a Mexican flag because he's an American. Nope. Bro, shut <laughs> up. I don't know, man. Um, minus 190 favorite, Marab Devalishvili on a crazy fight win streak. Um, Henry Cejudo, so plus 160 underdog. Triple cringe, retiree, coming out of retirement to lose to Aljo. Um, I don't know, man. I think while the time catches up to everybody, bro, 37 years yep. old. Uh, yep. Marab is in his prime, and I just I think he's going to outwork him, bro. I think it's going to be a, a unanimous decision. I'd I'd be happy with a finish, but I don't see that happening. Yeah, no, yeah. it's going to be by decision, bro. Yeah, some very long odds on a finish via Marab because yeah, I mean I definitely see him winning the fight, but it's I, I, it sets up the scenario of him fighting Sean O'Malley if Sean O'Malley can get through the. Second time around, and, and, and this fight, and that fight will be for the jacket. That's right. <laughs> but I, I would not be surprised if Henry Cejudo retires after this fight too. So me either. True. I think he should. Neaton. Yeah. He should. Nobody will be surprised. Again. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. He doesn't have nothing to prove. Nah. Nope. But your pick is Joey and Joey and Mark. Who do you guys got? Marab. Uh, not not Henry. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I guarantee you i guarantee you he was on his people had him on some kind of hype train and then i guarantee you he thought when he retired that he would have so many people begging for him to come out and he'd get a big money fight and this and that didn't happen nope yeah he well, didn't he didn't get, get the jake get or, nice you get nice humble fight. you lose <laughs> Good day, sir. dude my kids are on a wonka Kick right now. Every day when I get home, they're watching one one of the movies. <laughs> Love it. I haven't seen there the new one yet, one. though. I heard it was I watched, pretty good. I watched halfway through it. I haven't finished it. Yeah, I guess it's not that good. 
Shit, I'm tired when I get home. I had to, I had to get out of bed to come do this. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on the main card. And uh, uh, well, this fight, we've been waiting for this fight for a while, but I don't think it's going to be what people want it to be. Jeff no. Neal versus Ian Machado. Gary, oh, I'm going to make this, well, Ian Gary, like, I thought he'd get a lot more questions at the presser, but whatever, like, this this is a Dude, grudge match with Jeff hating, Neal. Everybody was booing him. Everybody's hating on Ian and Gary. I mean, I could see why, but... They used to cheer him, bro. They used to cheer him on. He's such they a did. bitch now, bro. They Until did. they found out he was a cook. I can't stand him, dude. And it's not yeah. even being about a cook. It's like, dude, this guy lets... You know, this guy... He, he went off talking about Sean Strickland, how how he's got personal issues with Sean Strickland because you shouldn't bring up people's families. It's like, bitch, weren't you the one who was calling out Neil Magny, of all people... You start beef with Neil Magny saying that he beats his kids, spreading rumors, telling people, you know, reporters. That's all you did the whole fight week. You were just talking shit saying that the dude beats his kids. You're taking something out of context. But now all of a sudden you're mad because someone speaks the truth about, you know, your 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 wife. You taking your wife's name and having her ex-husband live with you guys. Not like I don't care what you do in your personal life, man. But if you want to start. I wish a motherfucker would. Don't don't get mad when people throw him back, you know. Don't be a little bitch. Mm. And and I love the yeah. kid, bro. I I, I love I, I I love his fight skills. No denying that shit. I liked him when he was humble. And then all of a sudden, he remember like it just flipped the switch, bro. Ever since he did that Connor walkout, yeah, like, I was gonna he, mention that with that Connor. It's walk. like he he turned into a little a heel, and it's like, bro, why are you doing this? Yeah, I understand you're skilled and shit, but like you're getting letting. Just shit will get way into your fucking head. I hope he fucking gets chinned by Jeff Neal, but I don't think that's gonna happen. No, I think I think Ian is gonna win by decision, bro. There's nah, there's no way that he's gonna be able to finish Neal. Um, I think so. He can. And he I will. don't know, man. It's no, he will, and I'll tell you why. Because Jeff Neal, he's had <laughs> losses to guys that have the same body type as yep. Machado. He's got the height advantage, long, lanky guy, kind of like yep. Magny. Stephen Thompson Austin. and uh, who else? Like fucking, Shop yeah. Shop, even up. like um, Kevin Holland even like tuned up Jeff Neal a while back. But um, yeah, Jeff Neal's fought like everybody at 170. But this is a grudge match, like I mentioned. Uh, they showed you know respect at the press conference. Whatever they're you know they're fight they're getting in the cage. Their prize fighters mm-hmm. are fighting for a paycheck, and they buried the hatchet. Whatever, like the whatever. It, I, I think Ian Gary goes out there. And shines big time and fucking puts Neil Mag or Neil or Jeff Neil out of, out there in the second round. Cause yeah, hate him or love him, like fucking Ian Gary is gonna fight all the top dudes, and it starts with Jeff mm. Neil here. And yeah, I, I can't pick Jeff Neil in the fight, not at well, all. He, he has. He, he has, says this is his game plan for for the rest of the year. He says after he beats Jeff Neil, he's gonna retire Colby Covington, and after that, he's gonna fight for the uh, the number one contender belt and take the belt next year. So that's his plan. Mm. Let's see if he manages to get it. I mean, that's a good plan. These are good guys. If if you could get it done, that's that's a path to go, man. But um, yeah. I don't know, bro. Uh, I can't wait for the day that one of these dudes just shuts this fucker up. I can't stand him, anymore, bro. I used to like yeah, this kid, yeah. man. I really do. And I'm not knocking his skill because I'm even saying he's going to win this fight. And I think he's going to finish Jeff Neal. 
and I'm hoping he, just he doesn't. Some, he just needs some humble pies, all. Yeah, bro. He yeah, needs a, some. He needs a fucking ass whooping. <clears throat> I mean, this dude had the nerve to say, you know what? I hope they they give me a fight in Ireland soon because pretty pretty soon I'm gonna be too big to to do an event in Ireland. Like, what? What the fuck did you just say? You're gonna be too big to do an event in Ireland? Like, all right, you piece well, of shit. I mean. <laughs> I'd love the matchup later down the road. I'd see it happening with uh, uh, Ian Gary and Shavkat. I think that's like he's like a new breed that, with Shavkat. So eventually, that, that's like, going to yeah. be the fight, bro, for the number one, you know, contender. I think if he manages to, yeah. to get Jeff Neal out of the way and uh, takes Colby out of the way, him versus Shavkat, even for the belt, might even be for an interim, bro. Who knows? But that would be a that would be a banger, and I would say Shavkat will murk this guy. But what if uh, Neil Magny comes in on short notice and just takes somebody out and ruins all the plans? That would be great. I want to see him beat him like his children. Yeah, he Ooh. passed the test of Neil Magny in his last fight too, of course. But, yeah, we've been waiting for this grudge match. So, uh, yeah, Ian Gary's a – whatever. He's not McGregor, but, like, I think he's going to have some great performances where you got to hate him before you like him because the guy is – fucking a badass fighter and like yeah he is the connor the, the connor antics are done i think he's like yeah i can't be doing that shit no more but the guy when he gets in the cage he's fucking hard to deal hard to handle i don't think mm-hmm. he'll it can deal it's gonna get the win of course my pick is uh ian gary so what um fight but, style is jeff neal he's just a brawler bro he's uh out of Florida's mma and yeah uh, it's a lot of wrestling Mm-hmm. Yeah, I credit him for getting the third round with Shavkat, though. That's no easy task. So <laughs> that was his last fight. So. Right. Yeah, nobody like Shavkat please, is the go. Please, please, MMA guys, hear our plea. Let Jeff <laughs> Neal chin this motherfucker. But, Hard. <laughs> but but moving on, we made it to the cold main event of the, the night. Knuckles. Robert the Reaper Whitaker against Secret Juice, Paulo Costa, and we just don't really like Paulo Costa. We know he's Twitter and like you know he's a funny guy and like we don't really hear anything. Well, he he agreed to fight. Who else was it? Chimaev, right? And that fight fell out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were yeah, supposed got, to see him last year. Yeah, yeah okay. like bursitis of the elbow and had surgery. That's right. Okay, but. Take anybody that takes on Robert Whitaker, like you bet Paulo better have been training his ass off, man. Cause this is Robert Whitaker where I guess he was what injured his last fight too, where um, Lucas Duplessis mm-hmm. finished him. And we very rarely mm-hmm. see Robert Whitaker finish. Like is he done? Is he got it done? But Whitaker previous champion. And since he's lost the belt, the belt's kind of been bouncing around everywhere, but is Paulo Costa really chasing the title here? What do you guys think? Cause it's like, no. yeah, if he does go, no, well, if he does, yeah, yeah. If he goes out there and somehow fucking gets some crazy finish on Whitaker, then it puts him in a place where it's like, I guess, he, he, yeah, he, was he might on the have verge to fight of, He was on the urge of, uh, the verge of, you know, his last fight being the Kamzat fight. And then they, they had to renegotiate and then they added more fights to his contract. And then, you know, they, they were going to go through with the fight and then he got the bursitis of the elbow. He still wanted to fight, but they, the doctor said no. So I don't know, man. I, I love Paulo Costa. He's badass, but just because Bobby Knuckles drops one to uh, Jerikas doesn't doesn't mean shit. Um, right? He just had a bad night, bro. And yep, 
I, yep. I, I don't know. I think it's gonna be a long night for Paulo Costa. I, I think dude, Whitaker Paulo hasn't fought in almost decision. a year, man. It's it's been a year since we've seen Paulo Costa fight. <laughs> but you know? really, and, I mean, it was a year and a half ago against Luke Rockhold, bro. Luke fucking. I know, Rockhold, and, and that was the unanimous decision. So really, his true. last fight, his last fight was against Yoel Romero. And really, was that Bro. a fight? That was boring. No. The boringest fight. That was so a technically, fight. His, his, you know, his last good fight was against Uriah Hall five years and seven months ago. So, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Bobby, Knuckles Bobby Knuckles is going to Bobby Knuckles is going to He's going to win. It's going to be. Yeah, but I, I got him by KO round three. I, I highly doubt that's going to happen. Nah, um, Bobby Knuckles, he, he doesn't finish people. He ain't got the power to yeah, knock that stuff. Yeah, he just had. He just had I think the, the best case scenario here for this fight is both guys are healthy because Paulo, like we mentioned, has all kinds of shit, slew of injuries. Whitaker was injured against Drikas, so yep, both yep. guys are healthy. So I think this is, might be. It's very proper for co-main event. Big, big profile names here, but yeah, my pick is Robert Whitaker, and mm. man, it's uh, yeah, Paulo Costa. He said he's chasing the belt and the presser, but. He's not chasing the bell. Secret nah, juice. You know? He's so. just hyping himself up. That's all it is. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, but it ain't going to happen. Nah. Old, old Mr. Steal Your Girl. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's living the Vida Loca. He is. <laughs> Ricky yeah. Martin. But who do you guys got, though? Joey and Mark? Robert. Robbie Knuckles. Oh, Whitaker. Okay, so we're heavy on Whitaker. Costa winning yeah. is probably – we're all going to be wrong here. Costa's going to, like, yeah. uh, uppercut well, from fucking hell first round. Hurry up. Yeah. Joey's like, yeah. that Mexican ain't winning. <laughs> <laughs> He's not Mexican. Brazilian. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> but People say the same thing on Native Americans, too. Yeah. <laughs> The main event of the evening, the GOAT, Alexander the Great Volkanovsky versus Ilya Almatador, Kaporia. The surging contender. Like, the surging yeah, the presser, he was, he was crying just fuck at that presser. Bro, Dude, that's, that's that's another, another oh, up-and-comer, bro, bro. Who's, who's, who's being a total dick. I really respected the dude. His fight skills, like, I was high on this guy until he started opening his mouth. And like, Who's giving these guys the cues of, hey, start being a dickhead? I think it's Satan, bro. I think it's Taylor. No, Swift. you it know what it Taylor is. Swift. It's Taylor it's Swift. The, it's the WWE. Oh, Taylor Swift, dude. Taylor Swift and no. devil music. WWE <laughs> is telling these folks now for the UFC, you got to start bringing more drama <laughs> to these press conference. Be a dick. Be the bad guy. Nah, the other side is going to be the good guy, and then uh, finish it in the in the cage. Nah, I, got, these guys, I guarantee, bro, I guarantee, this, that's, I guarantee what's what's you that's not what's happening, dude. These guys yes, are just yes, going out there, is. getting full of them. They're fucking themselves. He's fourteen and zero, um, and he's just he's being a dick, bro. He's being a fucking dick. He is. He is. And today it showed his true colors. And I don't know, man. Uh, just I I haven't really seen him. I mean, what he, he subbed Bryce Mitchell, Josh Emmett, di- unanimous decision. Uh, he's he's that gonna was have a, a long fucking night, bro. He's gonna have a long night, man. A long night. Mm-hmm. I think Volkanovski. He's just got. He's just better, better all around, man. Topuria has and the power to-, to take him out, but I just don't think that's gonna happen. 
they need to change his uh, nickname for that night as uh, Alexander Old Man Volkanovsky. Right? Yeah, he's running with that uh, criticism of people saying whatever he's old, but yeah, his, what he's lost two of his last three, but those two were to the pound for pound best fighter in the world in Islam Makachev. So Ilya Taporia definitely deserves a fight. Uh, I've seen this happening. We talked about it. I've been yep, high yep. on Taporia for a long time, and I know that Josh Emmett test, he passed with flying colors. Uh, Taporia is for sure probably one of the best boxers. Um, Alex has previously fought the best boxer in Max Holloway a couple times. And yeah. uh, I mean, Volkanovski in a finish, there's, there's so many different scenarios for both these guys to win the fight. Uh, Volkanovski's always just, you know, I mean, he's a realist for one, but man, the wrestling, he's going to have to incorporate the wrestling here. He's going to have to get some takedowns. Uh, he's going to have to disrupt the rhythm of Teporia. Cause if Teporia comes out in that first round, catches a rhythm and starts landing shots, like especially like body shots or so, that could be trouble right away for Volkanovski. Mm-hmm. So look for that early. But he's got effective knees and counter shots, so Volk's got to stay away. He's got, you know, he's got to be Alex the Great, you know. Uh, but this time around, he's healthy. He took that uh, Islam fight, you know, not on a full camp. Um, you know, like I said, he is a realist, so he sees both sides. Like I heard a recent interview where he's like, "Yeah, it's a big payday. If I lose, it's going to be this. If I win." then yeah, but honestly, at 145, it's so hard to pick against Volkanovski, right? So if yeah, Gloria goes out there just, and yeah. fucking shocks the world, I mean, there you have it. You have a new star mm-hmm. born. MMA beating gods, one please, of the greatest. please, yeah. MMA gods, hear our call. Let yeah. us <laughs> loud mouths, assholes, get some humble uh, pie. They need some yeah. humble pie. They I'm need it, bro. Ilya's going to get... I'm going old sloppy to get KO'd. Sloppy toppy. <laughs> Sloppy toppy. <laughs> That's fun, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, minus one ten. It's it's dead even, bro. On on the on the bet slips. Uh, yeah, it is. It's, it's it's a toss up, bro. It really is. But I think I think uh, experience is going to be a huge factor here. Because um, mm-hmm. we've seen we've seen Volkanovski fight the best, bro, and take mm-hmm. take them to the limit. And I, so but he's also coming off a head kick knockout. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's just been known to change, man. Yeah. And like Davis, we'll see said, how he does. If he, goes, yeah. if he goes out there and starts getting a rhythm and starts putting some combos together, old Volkanovski's going to start questioning himself. Yeah. Yeah, Taporia is like, uh, he's a guy where they're saying, like, whatever, that he's trash, not necessarily trash talking. It's just he knows he's earned it and that this time it's it's his for the taking, you know, and it's against the best guy to do it at 145. So that challenge alone, he's going to get up for the moment, you know what I mean? And Volk is the guy that does get up for the moment. So we're, we're in for a treat. Uh, the, the press conference was fucking garbage, so – the fight is definitely going to play out as the best versus the best, and that's what we like to see. And Volk doesn't fight anybody but the best. So Taporia might say if he wins, he's not going to fight Ortega or any of these guys. But if he wins the belt, he's fighting everybody. You know what I mean? I think he's that type of champion. He's <laughs> dressed up as an old man. <laughs> and he was, falling, he was falling asleep. That's hilarious, dude. That, that was like the best part of the, the, the conference. Paul Costa goes over there to wake him up. <laughs> and that, that really got under uh, Ilya Tapuria's skin, bro. Yeah, it did. And then he got up and, and uh, 
Volk starts getting up like an old man, like, and Elliot was getting <laughs> mad, bro. He was getting like, what the fuck? He's going to stand up and fight me now. Fight me now. I'm here right now. And Volk's like, oh, he's getting riled up, isn't he? <laughs> That's it was hilarious, hilarious bro. Dude. Yep. All right, history fellas. History will be made. Yes, sir. History will be made for sure. All right, guys. Awesome show tonight. We went on to overtime, but that's okay. Joey, thanks, thanks, thanks for, for join, joining us again. I know it's pretty late out there where you're at. It's like yeah, I just got a, in the morning. I just got a message, man. While we were while we were doing this, my my great uncle fell and oh, had to shit. take to the ER, and he's got a, a spinal fracture. So oh, I need some positive. Man. I need some positive vibes. Yes, Sorry, positive bro. vibes for Joey's uncle. Yeah, my great uncle. He's like he's, in his eighties. Yeah, he's, he's in his eighties. He's got this. So, yeah, I hope he's okay, but, man. Uh, yep. Yeah, I'm, yep. Yep. I'm about to go change and head to the ER. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, thanks everybody that's watching and or listening, and uh, also chatting in the uh, in the chat here. Uh, we really do appreciate everything and all your support. Um, other than that, David, you know what to do, man. Stay saucy. Keep it funky. Yes, we indeed. Have Another Thursday night. <laughs> Later, dude. Yep. Better, Joy. <laughs> but yes, indeed. Another Thursday night with the Amigos. Episode 202 in the books. Doing all the latest combat sports news around the world, around the clock. Go to fightbookmma.com. To hear all our previous episodes, wherever you get your podcasts, uh, look us up, Sitting Ringside, Fightbook MMA. Go to the website. We're there too. We're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Hit us up. We are we're everywhere. For myself, Dave Rodriguez, Joey down in Florida, Mark Ambu Miller up north, Rudy Lara, producer at Hand Down South, Roberto Via the Boss, El Jefe. This is episode 202. Enjoy the fights. History will be made. We'll catch you on the next one. In this room knows the way that I feel about a lot of things. Basically, I don't give a fuck is the answer to most things. Uh, everybody's too soft. Everybody's too sensitive about everything.